Hello and welcome to How to Win It Life with your host, Pauline Stockhausen. So let's just give you a little bit of a visual. I am right now sitting in my cottage. Now I call it a cottage, but let me just tell you, it isn't really a cottage. <laughs> it's more like a shed and it has holes in the roof. I know, crazy, right? Um, we've got a massive sliding door, a garage door as our door at the moment. So that is up. It's very early in the morning. Uh, there is mist out and my toes are cold. And yeah, holes in the walls. Um, yeah, so I'm sitting here in my makeshift lounge and it's kind of a bit far removed from real life really and so if this is the first time you're listening to my podcast and you're thinking who is this person and why does she live in a third world country she doesn't she lives in New Zealand she is an international speaker I've just come back from social media marketing world where I spoke on Facebook groups which I am the expert in and I recently moved to the country now Everyone moves to the country now and again, and they don't necessarily live in a shed either, but I am. Why? Why would I do this? Well, long story short, I am building something. So I decided to move here Why we built our cottage, because there is a sort of a shed here with a kitchen and a bathroom and a shower, and I thought, you know what, we can live in the building. So basically, I'm living in a building site, and... It has been hard, very hard, for multiple reasons, which I will go into. One of the probably the biggest, hardest things is sometimes I don't have power. (coughs) I know, right? Crazy. And the reason I don't have power is if it's, because we have solar power, and if it's a really, really, really uh, cloudy day, uh, we don't get enough power to... um, go between the two houses because there's two houses on the property so we share the power and I don't use much power I'm not saying that someone else does but someone else seems to use more power than me but anyway let's not go there so sometimes we don't have power now normally this wouldn't be an issue because you have a generator well week two of moving in the generator broke so the generator up at the main house broke But don't panic, don't panic. I know you're worried, but don't panic. There is another generator. It's over 100 years old. (laughs) It's a beast. And that's my generator. Which actually I've kind of fondly named Fred. So Fred is often working for a few hours at night to charge the solar power battery. So we have power in the morning. I have power today, which is great because it's I want to do washing. And... Yeah, that's a challenge as well, washing. Everything's a challenge. So moving to the country has been hard. And, you know, when I decided to move here, everyone was like, it's going to be hard. And I was like, yep. But really, hard's just a word. And you don't really connect the word hard with actually soul-destroying, crying, sobbing, snot running out of your nose, frustration. Um until you actually live it. And it ha- it has been hard. But it's it's 
it's been hard but copable, like I've had a few tears. Uh, it seems like I cry a lot for some reason, only because it's a lot to adjust. Um, I'm, I'm traveling a lot more. Um, I am traveling a lot more, but it is not as bad as I make it out. I'm actually, I do still enjoy it. Even though I did this massive rant on Facebook this week saying, I've had it, I'm moving, I want an apartment with carpet <laughs> and consistent power. But then, and the reason I did that was because I had just come back from, you know, San Diego and LA and I was at Disneyland and I was in five-star hotels and it was bliss, absolute bliss. But the thing is, I think a lot had to do with jet lag. I came home and there was no power and water. And when you've traveled for 16 hours, you think to yourself, all you want to do is have a shower. And unfortunately, I couldn't do that. So I lost the plot. I had a total teenage tantrum and lost the plot. But then after I had a really good sleep and sort of really thought, okay, I'm going to look for an apartment. Started to look for an apartment. And then I I realized... I'm doing this for the re- for a really good reason. I'm building something of my own and I'm playing the long game. This is not a short game. Yes, I could go get an apartment and rent it out for however long, but it won't be mine and I'll have to move and that's the issue. You know, at my age now, you know, I've never worried about renting or I've loved renting because I always think, oh, I get a new house. It's cool. It's a new adventure. But now that I've hit 40, I really want something of my own. It's like this insatiable desire that I've never had before. And suddenly that's all I'm thinking about. I want a house. I want it and I want it to be my own. I don't want a massive house. I want a small house. And I want a home base. I want somewhere where I can come to after I've traveled and it's mine. And I don't have to worry about, you know, having to move and all that sort of stuff. So that's the reason I am going through this uh, hardship at the moment and of course in my wiseness I thought I'll move there I'll live there and we will build and of course over the eight weeks I've been really busy with work so things don't move as fast as you think they will (laughs) they move very very slowly so hopefully today as I'm sitting here I'm thinking hopefully we'll get the sliding door in because it is we're moving into winter now and here I am sitting (laughs) In my pajamas, uh, winter pajamas, I might add, because I had to get appropriate pajamas. Uh, one of the first things I learned living here that if there is a storm and it rains, you actually have to go out and check the property. We had the river flood. Um, luckily, it didn't come up to the house, but it was not. It wasn't that close, but it was pretty close. It was pretty scary. So we were out in our pajamas because you know someone doesn't have gum boots or a raincoat purchases I need to make uh, and you know checking the property the barn flooded and you know so we had to make sure we moved equipment and all that sort of stuff so living in the country is hard but it's so rewarding I have like lost nearly 10 kilos which and I haven't been actually focusing on it I have j- it's just with the movement uh, constantly moving constantly walking around the land Weed eating has become like uh, nearly a daily chore because the land is so big. We've got to weed eat a lot. I have an amazing orchard which um, produced a lot of peaches. 
the most beautiful peaches I've ever had. That you know, they're spray free, they're organic, they were delicious. It was fantastic. So those little things get me through. Uh, I have rats. I'm sure I've told you about the rats before. We have three. The rats are gonna leave. They're not gonna stay. Um, their days are numbered because we're about to pull down all the drywall in the cottage, air quotes, cottage, um, and we're going to put bats in and seal that up and seal up the ceiling so they can't get into the ceiling because they're in the ceiling at the moment. And the reason they're in the ceiling is because this um, cottage uh, hadn't been used for a few years, so it you know, got run down and yeah, so we're sort of doing it up. So I'm kind of excited about that. So my emotions swing side to side and I'm just like, why am I doing this? And I was writing a blog post this morning about why. Why am I putting myself through this? And it's quality of life, really. At the end of the day, I want one, something of my own. And I want to, you know, I got into a really bad habit because I was miserable and I was, I wasn't miserable at work, but I was miserable in my personal life. So I would watch Netflix and just sort of hide from the world a little bit most of the time. And it was a really bad habit. So moving to the country sort of snaps that out because there's so much to do. You just can't even, you know, you, you might be able to get to watch one Netflix show late at night and you probably fall asleep halfway through it. Uh, because my mornings are really early. Got to be up and out of here by six. Oopsie. So I've got to be up and <laughs> I dropped the mic. <laughs> I dropped the mic. Anyway, so I've got to be out of here by 6 a.m. in the morning. Well, not. So i got to get up at 6 and be out by 20 to 7 just to get my teenager to the bus. So huge adjustments. But overall, I kind of love it deep down. You know, I mean, I woke up early this morning and because I've still got jet lag. So woke up at five and I was like, I'm awake. You know, got up and had breakfast, made a coffee and I'm sitting in my lounge and I'm sort of looking around and I've got everything I need. You know, the most important things, all you need is a good coffee machine and a comfortable chair. And most importantly, let's not forget, internet. You can do anything. <laughs> As long as you have internet. And you can pretty much live anywhere as long as you have internet and a car. So that's where we're at. So let's talk about social media marketing world a little bit, eh? <sighs> so I just came back from a great, great week. It was a different social media marketing world for me this year because, one, a lot of my friends couldn't attend because they were... Um, on other conferences or traveling the world living it up so I was there by myself and I one of the things I really realized noticed last year is I stayed within my little clique of friends and I didn't network as much as I usually do so this year I decided you know what I'm gonna network and really meet some core people who um will become fast friends that I can, you know, that that will I can class as good friends from overseas. So that's what I did. I really concentrated on building really good relationships with people. And it's, you know, it's a week long and it's amazing how fast you can connect with someone and go into that 
sort of a deeper state of a relationship so that I could now message them and ring them and say, hey, I love what you do. I'd love for you to come on my podcast or, um, hey, I thought of this. This might help you, that sort of thing. And, you know, so I really did that. And the other thing I did, which I sort of loved at the time, but now I'm like, oh, I've got hardly any, any of those. So I decided to um, not take a lot of photos, not to make it about photos with people. I wanted it more to be about relationships. So I really put my phone away and didn't take photos. And the people were like, okay, come on, let's get a photo. And I was like, you know what? No, I don't want a photo. Let's just have a conversation. So they were a bit like, whoa, okay, you don't want a photo of me? Um and I took a few photos, but not a lot of them. And it wasn't just me who did this. I discovered two other people who were doing the same thing as me. And I've just read one of the uh, their blogs. And they reckon that this is the best social media marketing world they've ever been to. Because it wasn't about um, sharing everything they learned. You know, you're on your phone tweeting, you know, great quotes. And this is what happened. And right but you're actually more present in the conference. And I felt very similar to that. I, I hardly I didn't tweet my personal message. I did a lot of retweeting of other people's messages, but I was really present in learning of, you know, from the other speakers and engaging and chatting with them. So this has probably been one of my favorite and it's hard to hard to say that actually because each year has been um, a pillar in my mind. But this year, it it felt different. It felt like I had really connected, um, and you know, the, obviously the highlight for me was speaking. Uh, I had an an amazing time speaking, and the group was um, great. the The room was full. Uh, and the knowledge that people got was perfect. Everyone loved it. We had lots of people asking us questions afterwards. And I felt 100% happy with what we did and what we achieved. So last year I didn't feel 100%. It was my first year. Um, I was nervous and it came through. This year I was very comfortable, very happy. Last year my slides didn't work. This year we had no problems and, and sometimes when you speak you get into your flow and everything, everything's just like a dream. Well, that is exactly the experience I had at um, this this year. Uh, it was just fantastic. Sorry, I got sidetracked because I saw, <laughs> saw something move on the the um, hot water cylinder but it's okay it's the cat's tail I can't see the cat but I can see the tail so I was just like what is that you know even though I say I have rats I actually never see them I hear them but I haven't seen them so it's sort of like out of sight out of mind until you see something move at the corner of your eye and then you're like zoom in and you're like what is that am I going to scream shall I hop up on the table what am I going to do what am I going to do so I had that moment there um (laughs) so yeah, so social media marketing world was one of my favorites. It was sad that my friends went there, but I made some amazing friends. I learned um, so much, so much information, which I'm really excited about because I am um, a lot of the experts. I was able to invite them into the content lab. So each 
each fortnight um, or sometimes each week, depending how we go. Um, I'm going to get world experts coming into the content lab, sharing their knowledge, giving you tips on email marketing, Facebook ads, lead ad generation, uh, you know, website advice, Facebook advice, um, you know, lead pages, uh, content, blogging, you name it. I have an expert, a leading expert in the world coming in to the content lab, which is really unheard of that I c- you can get leading experts coming into a small group to do an interview. So I'm really, really blessed to be able to have friends that I can say, hey, it's a really tiny group. I mean, tiny. There's 100 people in the content lab, so it's not really tiny. But, you know, th- they're used to talking to millions. And here I am uh, saying, look, can you give me half an hour for 100 people? And they're stoked. They're like, yes, absolutely. You know, so that's going to start next week in the content lab. Also, the other thing I'm really excited about is the content lab has another string to its bow and it's a secret newsletter. So everyone who joins the content lab will actually get a monthly newsletter in their mailbox sent to them. So wherever you are in the world, I'm sending you a special secret newsletter jam-packed full of other information, how to write content, copy, how to, you know, so much information, but it's going to be really cool. And I got this idea from Mark Mawinney. He is from Natural Born Coaches, and he has a group called The Coaching Jungle, which I've been in for six months, and I just love what he does. He's in a can- he's a Canadian, so let's not hold that against him. And he's adorable, and I just love the way he works his group, so I invited him to speak at Social Media Marketing World as well. So I got to meet him, but just before we went to Social Media Marketing World, he released this newsletter that he does. It's called Secret Coaching Club. And I got a copy of, um, I signed up and got a copy. And I was, <laughs> I was surprised myself that I went to the mailbox every day for two weeks waiting for this newsletter to arrive. And I never go to my mailbox for starters. I probably go once a week, if that, yeah, once every two weeks. Because, you know, you just get bills. Or I get all my bills sent to me in me email. So here I was, and I was so excited. I was I couldn't wait to read it. And then when I got it, it was just like, oh, this is great. And I sat down, and I read it cover to cover, and it was just inspiring. It was a moment of inspiration, which I thought to myself, you know, there's something here. This is something, this is something special. And I don't know if you know this, but when I ran Treehart Art School, for kids, we did uh, e-magazine, and it was really popular. And I think we got about a thousand people without getting our newsletter from uh, you know around New Zealand. And that whole you know I'm a graphic designer from from the beginning and a photographer, and that whole building and a magazine has always been something that I have loved. I've always wanted to do that. So sort of smashing in a few of my loves together, and I was like had jet lag and woke up and thought you know what oh my gosh why didn't I think of this before everything just came together and I thought this is something for the content lab this is perfect this is just an extra touch and this I I know this is the right thing to do and you know when you're in your flow and you're just like oh my gosh so I quickly rang Mark because I, I never like to copy anyone I always like to come up with my own ideas so I rang Mark and said, hey, um, you know you know I love 
your newsletter and I, how would you feel if I copied you? I mean, if, if you don't want me to, that's fine. I'll find something else. But I just know this is perfect for my audience. And he was like, absolutely, Pauline. You know, this is the best thing I ever did. I definitely think you should do it. You would be great at it. Go for it. And he even sent me some tips and how to get it printed. And, you know, I mean, that's just amazing. You know, someone, you know, from across the world was just so giving. He was just, he was just fantastic. And that's actually why I just, I think I rate him so highly. He is just so giving and just so absolutely, I think, go for it. And so that's how the newsletter came about. And so we're launching the newsletter um, in a few weeks. Uh, So... If you are, have a business, and I know this is my personal podcast about my life in the country, but this is obviously I got to smash in my business there as well. But so if you, you know, listening to this and you have a business and you want to know about the content lab, you know, go to my website, paulinestockhausen.com and find it. And if you sign up, you get a free bonus. You get a free two, three, bo- two or three, <laughs> two or three free bonuses. That's hard to say. Um, as well so there's really value for money and you get into the content lab with all the experts so the sooner you sign up the better it is for you because you'll get um, in the next few weeks we've got some amazing um, interviews so you won't miss out of that from those so yeah so I've been doing that so that's kind of really exciting and um, oh and oh my gosh and I forgot to tell you I launched my other podcasts my social media strategy podcast at Social Media Marketing World on the top floor of the Grand Hyatt, which overlooks the whole city. It was absolutely amazing. I was so blessed to have uh, some really close friends there, and it was just a perfect, perfect launch for me. And the podcast is going really well. We've got some great guests. Um, You know, we've got Cliff Ravenscraft, who's talking about podcasting and pivoting in your business. We've got Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com talking about how he built his business on the back end of a blog. And he's amazing. I, I always use uh, Leslie as a resource for my clients and because his content is just, just amazing, top-notch. You just can't – I mean, I could spend hours and hours doing the same sort of content as Leslie or I can send people to Leslie to consume his content because he's just 100% on top. And it's really good quality. And then we've got Jen Scalia, who is podcast number three or four. Um, she's podcast number four because number one is Paul Spain and I um, interviewing about the podcast. And she's an amazing entrepreneur who has built her business through Facebook groups. And she is great. And some upcoming sessions is, you know, uh, we've got Chocolate Johnny talking about having a retail business and how to convert online. And so many more. Tony Brown. Uh, so there's so many. Uh, Natalie Tolliff is coming on board and talking about being a coach and being online and being your authentic self. So, so many great uh, guests. And then, obviously, I'll pop in and do a show on my own talking about Facebook groups and strategy and stuff like that. So, it's really exciting. So, if you want to download that show, you have to go to iTunes and put in the search Social Media Strategy Podcast and subscribe. That's all we want as podcasters. We want you guys to subscribe um, in the real world. I'm not too worried if you guys don't subscribe to my my uh, personal one because it's just a personal diary. Um, I love it if you you know get the episodes, but 
you know, it's all good. It's all good. I mean, I ramble on a lot on this one, but it's good practice. And I love the feedback. Oh, I got some great feedback too. Um, you know, <laughs> one of my favorite podcasts that I did uh, a few weeks, a months ago now is How to Deal with Toxic People. It's one of my most downloaded shows. And I get so many messages. Oh my God, Pauline, when you were talking about these types of people, the people were coming up in my mind and I could, oh yeah, that's her, that's her, that's him. Oh, that's definitely him. And, um, you know, I thought that was quite crazy. It's one of my favorite shows as well. So that's Country Life. Um, it's probably 8 a.m. in the morning now. And the dust, the, the fog is lifting. My feet are still cold and we I have not seen any rats. So that's kind of positive. Hopefully today we'll get our, our sliding door in. So I'll have a door instead of um, a garage door. I'm kind of excited about that. But we'll see if the builder turns up. Because that's the way it rolls in New Zealand. Sometimes they come and sometimes they don't. Um, thank you guys for joining me. And I look forward to talking to you next time. See ya.